Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at Supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Curry behind the back, drives, pulls back, puts up a three. Bang! Nine three-pointers make it now. Yeah, bang is right because he may have been quiet yesterday, but one of the hottest streaks we've ever seen in the history of the NBA saw Steph Curry have 11 straight games of 30 points or more, including 49 and he's just been deadly, as always, from three. To tell us all about it, he's host of the Morning Roast 957 and the Golden State Warriors pre-post host on NB Sports. Bonta Hill, good friend of the show. Bonta, thanks for your time. Any time, man. It's been way too long since I've been down under, if you know what I mean. And uh, who better to talk about than Steph Curry right now, the hottest player on the planet. Where where did this come from? I mean, when I say that, we, we know... <laughs> he's one of the best ever, but it was a bit of a slow start to the season for Steph and his Warriors. I think that's fair. And then all of a sudden he just put the hammer down and he, he just got hot. You know, he had to bruise tailbone, right? And so he missed about five games. He bruises yeah. it in Houston. against a team that's a borderline G league team. And it's the end of the third quarter. He bruises a tailbone. And he misses so much time. And the season was starting to go awry. I mean, they had lost some tough games. And he wasn't part of it. And next thing you know, he comes back and gets the Chicago Bulls a few Mondays ago, and he scores 32. But we didn't think that he was going to survive the week. He took a couple charges that game. He fell on his he fell on his tailbone, and he got up gingerly. He was grimacing. And I said, oh, boy, he's not going to finish out this season. He's really banged up. And the guys I worked with, Hall of Famer Chris Mullen, NBA Chad Durrell, right, a former Golden State Warrior, ever saying, man, playing with the tailbone injury is the worst. You can't sleep. You can't sit. You can't sit on the plane. You can't drive. You can't do anything. And next thing you know, that was the start of a historic streak where he scores 11, uh, have 11 straight games of 30 points or more as a 33-year-old surpassing Kobe Bryant, surpassing Michael Jordan. It really came out of nowhere. The points just kept going up. I mean, it came. It was 32, 36, 37, 47. <laughs> 49. I mean, it was just ridiculous. 53 against the Denver Nuggets, and he surpassed Will Chamberlain to become the all-time leading scorer in Warriors history. He had 48 through three quarters in that game. I mean, 21 in the first quarter. It's just like, what is going on? And he's doing it knowing that he's a focal point of the offense. He's playing with Kevon Looney and Draymond Green, guys who don't really like to shoot the ball. So what he's done over the last 11 games to get the Warriors back into it and get them heading towards the playoff spot, it's just it's truly truly remarkable, and I've run out of superlatives to describe this man. I mean, it's ridiculous. Like it's twelve years in, okay, and I'm still <laughs> wild and I'm awed and I'm standing up in front of the television because what he's doing, I've never seen done on a basketball court. Uh, you you summed it up pretty well, mate. Better than better than I could have. So it it 
It makes me ask. They're, they're ninth in the West, the Warriors, but there doesn't appear to be an obvious MVP candidate because all the big ones have missed time. Um, you know, Embiid's missed time. Yeah. Others have missed time. LeBron's missed time. Could he win the MVP? You know, he's going to have, you know, he had to conquer last night against Washington. He goes seven for 25, two for 14. He actually looked human. He looked human, and he had 18 points, eight rebounds, and seven assists. He would have to continue to score at will. And, look, he surpassed Bradley Bill to be the leading scorer in the NBA right now at 31.1 points per game. Bradley Bill's at an even 31. It's going to be really hard for him to win the MVP because Nikola Jokic is getting a lot of runs. Denver's a top four team in the Western Conference. And Jokic is averaging nearly a triple-double. And then you look in the East and Joel Embiid, yes, he missed time, but he's on an absolute tear right now. And a lot of people thought Philadelphia was going to be like a five seed, maybe a six seed. And we had no idea they were going to keep that team together. You know, there's a lot of trade talks about Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. And Philadelphia has overachieved this season to become one of the top teams in the Eastern Conference. And right now, they're in first place in the Eastern Conference. So, it's going to be really tough for Seth to win MVP. Heck, he even said so on Rex Chapman's podcast. He believes he's the best player in the league. He believes he's been playing the best basketball. But he believes it's going to be a long shot because of the narratives and just where those other teams are in the standings right now. Okay. Well, that'll be an interesting one to watch as we near closer to the end of the season. What about some of the other NBA narratives? It's all been dominated by injury. I mean, we, we don't really know about the Nets because they can't get their big three on the park. Same with the Lakers. We're not really going to have a good indication of where everyone sits leading into the playoffs, are we? No, no. The regular season, to, to be honest with you, Stephen Curry saved the regular season yeah. <laughs> because the regular season has been sort of a dud. You know, no LeBron, no Anthony Davis. Kawhi Leonard sits out, it seems like, every other game. Paul George, same thing. Uh, you had injury issues with the Pelicans and Zion and Brandon Ingram and Lonzo Ball. You head on the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, Kyrie, James Harden, and KD, you played, what, three, four, five games together? It's a yeah. joke, you know? And, and they signed Blake Griffin and LaMarcus. Lawson's been hurt. So, you know, it's it's just, I guess it's a war of attrition. Who's going to be healthy in the playoffs? And, you know, Phoenix is a sneaky team. I don't think they have enough to maybe take the championship, but I think they'll be dangerous because they have two superstars. Utah, I'm still iffy on. But as long as the Lakers are healthy with LeBron James and AD. I still believe they're a favorites, but I, it's just been tough to get a read on who could dominate in the playoffs because everybody's been hurt, like you said, or if they're not hurt, they're mm. getting benched for low management. And they had that excuse this year due to COVID-19 and the pandemic. So it's been a really odd and strange regular season. Hasn't been one of my favorites. And of course, if it wasn't for Steph Curry, I'm not sure we would have been entertained too much this regular season. Yeah. Bonta Hill talking all things the NBA with us, keeping a close eye on the Golden State Warriors and Steph Curry. What about the Warriors for next year? We wouldn't think they make much of a dent in this year's playoffs, but Clay Thompson back, um, Wiseman perhaps better off for his first year in the in the league, albeit he's been injured as well. Do they need to make any other moves? Yeah, I, I think they need a couple more moves to solidify the bench. Uh, obviously, the unknown is whether or not Kelly Oubre Jr. will sign, resign with the Warriors and. He's been coming off the bench since he's been back with a sprained wrist injury. Uh, he's played in two games. Instant energy against the Philadelphia 76ers. And last night against the Wizards, he had 24 points and nine rebounds off the bench, although he played 37 minutes. So that's the one that a lot of people are talking about with Kelly Oubre Jr. He's willing to come off the bench for this team. 
They're going to work in Clay Thompson very, very slowly. I don't anticipate him playing at full tilt right away. I think he's going to get worked in maybe 20, 25 minutes a game. Um, and, and he may not play the first month of the season, depending on when the season starts. Now, James Wiseman is, is interesting because he's starting to play a lot better, and he had a decent rookie year. Bit of a roller coaster, no doubt, with the health and safety protocols, the sprain risk. But the torn meniscus, he's not going to be able to do things until September. And depending on when the season starts, he may not be ready to go at the start of the season. So how much will that uh, impact his development? Because the young man needs to get on the floor. He hasn't been on the floor much in the last two years. We already chronicled his three college games. Uh, the, the minutes he had with the Golden State Warriors this year, averaging about 20 minutes per game. This is a tough, tough situation because young players need to play and he didn't get to play much. So one one guy who is who is shining and looks like the keeper is Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole's been playing really well since being recalled from the G League, averaging nearly 15 points per game. He's got a lot of confidence to his game. But the Warriors need another wing, another veteran, and they don't have the financial flexibility to do that. So they may have to pull off a trade. They may have to maybe try to swing a deal for Andrew Wiggins, but who will want to take on that contract? And, you know, it's not to disrespect Wiggins. He's been playing well as, uh, as of late as well since the All-Star break. So I, the Warriors are in a tough, tough situation here. Uh, next year, the owner don't want to go back into the luxury tax. That's going to be the big question here in the Bay Area in the offseason for the Golden State Warriors. Hey, mate, outstanding update. Love getting you on the show as we gear up to what's going to be a fascinating playoffs. Look forward to speaking to you then if we can and appreciate the love for Steph Curry. He's been unbelievable. Oh, he's been unbelievable. He's made our TV job so much easier, our radio job so much easier. I'm still in awe of him. I get, like, Bonds type of vibes. Like, when Barry Bonds went to our back, you didn't want to leave anywhere. You didn't want to put down – you didn't want to go to the restroom and go get a beer. You wanted to watch him back. When Steph Curry's on the floor – I don't even want to change my baby's diapers. I'm saying, hey, babe, we got to stay with the poopy diaper for a couple more minutes. You know, Steph Curry's on the floor, and he's on the television. So he's box office, he's entertaining, and he's been a treat to watch. So always fun talking to you, Kane, and everybody down there in Australia. You guys take care. Good on you, mate. What an outstanding, entertaining chat with Bonta Hill, our man, um, of all things NBA. Uh, just some breaking news. So I'll leave it to Meredith Gibbs in the 10 o'clock news. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.